0: Ken Coleman, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today as we take your questions at 888-825-5225. Ken, um, a rare thing has occurred
1: mm. uh,
0: two times in the past six months. Uh, I have been in complete agreement with Bernie Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say it isn't so, Dave. <laughs> no, I mean you what? got to, when it is when it is what it is. You it gotta, is what it is. That's right. 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 <laughs> One time was when his folks watched uh, the Borrowed Future documentary, and uh, his team reached out to us and said they wanted to use it. Oh, wow! And uh, because they're also against the uh, epic student loan failure that's, that's out there, uh, they're probably coming to different conclusions about the failure than we are. But uh, we're at least in agreement that the thing is a failure. And they reached out to us on that. And the second time was when I looked down at this Market Watch. Um, article that just came out where um, it says, the Federal Reserve's policy of steep interest rate hikes is not helping the struggling economy and is instead hurting working Americans, Senator Bernie Sanders said. I think they're hurting the situation. I think it is wrong to be saying that the way we're going to deal with inflation is by lowering wages and increasing unemployment, the Vermont Independent said in an interview with NBC News' Meet the Press. This is not what we should be doing. This inflation thing is a real issue. It's a global issue. But at a time when working families are struggling, when the people on top are doing phenomenally well, I don't think you go after the working people. Uh, Sanders also said he would not raise interest rates any higher. Completely agree, Senator Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Wow. I mean, this is a rarity. I yeah. find myself in agreement sometimes with people that I <laughs> am seldom in agreement with. But that's okay. If they say the truth, they say the truth. That's yeah. right. I can line up with it. Um, he goes on to say some other things, of course, that I don't agree with. But that's okay. I mean, we're um, there's no question that, uh, in my mind, that the Fed is using an antiquated monetary policy that is absolutely going to backlash on them. They're, they're going to continue to screw up this economy rather than help it. They're trying to squash inflation that was created by things other than an overheated economy, the economy overheating, uh, you know, due to too much prosperity, God forbid, Mm -hmm. uh, was not what caused this inflation. That was what caused inflation in the 70s. And this is the monetary policy that was invoked in the 70s. That's how and up into the 80s. And that's how Jimmy Carter ran interest rates up into the 18 percent fixed rate for housing. I remember trying to sell houses in 1982. 18 percent fixed rates for housing that was a mortgage rate like a credit card it's unbelievable that's what we had and it was this very policy this very view of monetary policy that this is how you correct economic inflation is you it's kind of like chemotherapy yes you try to kill the patient yeah a different way before the cancer gets them that's right i mean if you if you know people or if you've ever had chemotherapy i mean they basically destroy your body in an effort to destroy the cancer cells and it works, but this will work eventually. But the devastating side effects are going to be very, very real. So yeah, the fed is out to lunch. They're smoking crack. They are using a hammer. Uh, they're, they're, they're dropping an atom bomb on a pissant here. And it's absolutely ridiculous. They're overkill, 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 and they're going to cause bigger problems. The, uh, the labor problem, is not due to an economic inflation it's due to the pandemic and you bozos quarantine issues out of washington you disrupted the supply chain you disrupted the labor market and it turned into an inflationary economy and that's what did it yeah uh all in an effort to flatten the curve remember when we had to flatten the curve Mm -hmm. now we got a new curve we got to flatten and they're getting ready to flatten everybody with it yeah, and so now we've got mortgage interest rates at seven percent when an eye blink ago there were at three percent, and uh, we God forbid house prices were doing well. God forbid the housing market was too hot, you know. And uh, if you let these things burn out, they burn themselves out without going ahead and walking up in the middle of it and just screwing around with it. Sanders is exactly right. It's going to hurt working people in an effort. To look like you're doing something.
2: Well, and Jerome Powell has said that very thing. He's come out and said on multiple occasions, you can look it up. uh, He has said that this is the only way to deal with this. We've got to relieve wage pressure. So that's a fancy phrase that means they think that wages are too high, hourly wages and salaries are absolutely high. Uh, But the reality is instead of letting the market work itself out, and yes, you have some spikes in inflation when you see wages go up. That's just the natural way it works, folks. When when a target's gotta hire somebody and pay them twenty dollars an hour and they were paying them fourteen or sixteen or whatever, we can clap and applaud. And I'm glad for that. I want everybody to make more money. But Target is in the business of profit. And so they're going to then pass the cost on to you, and your loofah is going to cost more. The other factor that has that is has, that has affected wage increase is that we saw a tremendous amount of people in the ages of 53 to 65, uh, I was studying this data this week, Dave, they went home, they looked at their retirement accounts, and they said, we don't have to work. And when the pandemic disrupted everything, and they went home and everything kind of changed, they went and said, well, you know what, I've got enough. And they they left the marketplace. And that has created a big gap that we see now where companies are trying to find people. And so it's up in the ante. I'm going to pay you a signing bonus. I'm going to pay you 15% more to do the same job. And that's the reality on the street that has helped push inflation to a stubborn level that we are now because supply chain is fixed. We don't see ships sitting off of Long Beach anymore. And, And so Bernie's right in saying that, so Jerome Powell's saying, we've got to drive unemployment up. He's saying those exact things. We want to see unemployment at six, six and a half percent. Now, how moronic well, is that? Well, here's the other that? thing, though.
0: You, unemployment does not count able-bodied people who are not looking for work. That is correct. And we've got seven million men, males, seven million males between the ages of 25 and 54 that are able-bodied and are not looking for work that's correct what are they doing when they're interviewed they said screens translation halo and call of duty yeah uh while smoking pot in their mother's basement and they're 32 years old we've got a a way too large a segment of our male population that is completely self-selected out of the workplace and is creating a labor shortage yeah and you know how are these people eating um let me help you with this government support yes and some of you mamas need to throw your babies out in the streets so they can be cowboys oh unbelievable that's right that's spot on hey let me just tell you an eagle that doesn't leave the nest eventually is known as a turkey. <laughs> That's how this works. Hmm. So um, this is what's going on in the economy, boys and girls. It's real stuff out there. We have a work ethic crisis in America, for sure, without a doubt. We've got people aiming at mediocrity instead of trying to be somebody. This is The Ramsey Show. Coleman Ramsey personality, best-selling author, is my co-host today of the book From Paycheck to Purpose. How many of you listening to the show today wish you'd learned how to handle money the right way when you were in high school? (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) Think of all the money mistakes that would have never happened. Well, parents, even though you can't go back in time, you can make sure your teens learn how to handle their money now while they're in school like how to budget, how to save, how to spend wisely, how to avoid debt. Foundations in Personal Finance is the homeschool curriculum we put together here at Ramsey. It'll give your teens the tools they need to win with money, to pay cash for college, to stay out of debt, and it's not just another homeschool curriculum. It is a life-changing course that will completely transform how your teens think about money. So give your teens the money skills they need now for the rest of their lives. Foundations in Personal Finance Homeschool Curriculum. Find out more at RamseySolutions.com slash homeschool. Annie is with us. Annie is in Raleigh, North Carolina. Hi, Annie. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
3: Hi, y'all.
4: Thank you for taking the call.
0: Sure. What's up?
4: My uh, my father-in-law's family owned a property that uh, the home was demolished because it had fallen into disrepair. We thought that the property would sit there forever because it's not in a desirable neighborhood. But then we received a property sale agreement for the property saying they would pay us about $5,000 for the property after they pay all the liens, escrow taxes, recording fees, all of that. We thought that this sounded like a great deal, but they haven't done a title search. We don't have the money to do a title search unless we use our emergency fund. So we think that this is going to fall through, but we don't know if we need to do a title search and try to resolve this property with the other heirs. There's no money that we know of to be made off of it because of the liens and um, taxes that have are back taxes
0: at this point.
4: We just don't know what to do. We don't want to use our emergency fund, but we...
0: It's not your responsibility. Kind of it's not your money. Okay. It's not your responsibility. Okay. It's not your property. Okay. Is it?
4: No, it is still in the grandmother's name.
0: Yeah. Well, but I'm saying... And, it, and she didn't have a will.
4: Right. It has not gone through probate.
0: Okay. When did she die?
4: 2002.
0: Good Lord. Okay. Okay. And how many heirs does she have?
4: Um, My husband would be the one on this side, and then there is a son on the other side that is still living.
0: There's only two people?
4: Right, because the other son is still alive. The property owner's son is still alive on one side, and then he has all of his kids. And then my husband was the only surviving child of the owner's. Oh, okay. Family, so there's only two.
0: Surviving child. Right. The He his, has brothers and sisters that passed. Did they have kids?
4: He had a brother that passed in 2009 and never had children.
0: Okay. All right. Then, yeah, then those are the two heirs, it sounds like. So both of them ought to be able to get together and sign a deed, shouldn't they?
4: they but doesn't it have to go through probate to?
0: Uh, ask a title but company he... in your state, I'm not sure. Okay. 2002. If you can just uh, both of you sign affidavits that you're the only heirs, and you sign it, um, not sure it'll be good enough for title policy, but uh, but you can probably transfer the title depending on where you, your state. I don't know your state's laws that well, so well, um, they
4: are advertising this property for sale. The company that reached out to us,
0: how are they, they advertising the it for sale? They don't own it.
4: I don't know, but I accidentally found it on Zillow one
0: day. Yeah, well, you need were. to call them and tell them not to advertise it for sale since they don't own it.
4: Okay.
0: If they want to buy it and close on it, then they can put it up for sale.
4: But we shouldn't use our emergency fund? No,
0: you should not use any money.
4: Okay.
0: You should the would, buy, the, just let the buyer pay the cost to have the title searched and have them place it with a title company, and if the title company can tell you whether you've got to run it through probate, and if they want to run it through probate, they can pay the cost for that. It's not worth okay. it. It's not worth anything. He's not going to put any money in your pocket. Okay. You thank told me you. that. We
4: are, right. And we are we are living paycheck to paycheck except for our very small.
0: Do not pay any money for a transaction okay. here.
4: Okay. The
0: only thing you want to do is have your husband and his, his uh, uncle, I guess it is, or whatever it is, sign a deed and get money. That's the only thing we want to do here. There's no okay. other transaction. There's no other calories. But let the people know they don't need to be advertising the property unless, uh, unless they want to close on it, and they need to go to the title company, and the title company can tell them whether they need to go through probate or not. Okay. But, you're yeah, they, they should stop. <laughs> they don't need to be advertising something they don't own. Oh, these goobs. But um, it sounds like it's more trouble than it's worth. I think I just forget about it and move on with my life. It doesn't sound like by the time you finish all this, you're going to end up with anything except a bunch of worry and headaches. Do not write any checks under any circumstances for this property. It is not your problem. It's someone else's problem. That's simple. Virginia is with us in Orlando. Hi, Virginia. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
3: Hi. Thank you so much for taking the call. Sure. What's up? I, I Well, I called back in March and got through. And had asked some advice about paying down my mortgage, making a rather large $50,000 uh, pay down on my mortgage. And after some discussion, uh, we all came to the realization that that was a good idea. So I did. And I've still been aggressively paying on my mortgage um, while putting money towards my emergency fund and savings. And then last week, I found out that my position at work is being eliminated. Mm. So I have a couple of options. I had planned on working another seven to 10 years, continuing to build up retirement. So I can look for another position. I've got about 40 days to do that. Yep. Or I can take the severance package. I've been there over 35 years. I can take the severance package and early retirement utilize my retirement benefits for insurance, et cetera. Um, and I do have a 401k through work as well as a, a small beneficiary IRA. How oh, old are you? Just, um, I'm 55.
0: Okay. You can't access the 401k. Um, and I don't, I don't know, know why I, you can't take retirement right, package yet. severance and go get a job.
3: Well, I can't go get a, a, so I think I can take the severance package and retirement. Yeah. Together. Um, I do have a pension through my employer, and I think I can access that. Yep. Um, and I ran just the estimator on it. If I took it as a single life annuity, it would be 1400 and change
0: a month. I would if take I it as a lump sum your- and roll it into an IRA, and not take it and go get a job.
2: Ah, it's both ends. Well, and that was going to
3: be my that was going to be my question. So my first option is the the monthly option.
0: Nope.
3: Or I can take the lump sum, which is like three hundred and change.
0: Yep. Roll that into an IRA and keep working.
3: So I can take severance and early retirement. Yep. And then go out and get another job.
0: Yep. Yes. You weren't ready to be out to pasture, and I'm not putting you out to pasture. <laughs> and this is, the, well, the, I, Virginia, this is known as a win-win,
2: yeah. if you it's look at It's like it a that signing way. bonus into the next deal.
3: <laughs> well, but it's going to be a highly taxed signing bonus, because it's being paid as a lump sum.
0: What? The retirement or the severance? The, the severance. Well, good. Take it. It's, an, it's what, you know, signing bonuses are taxable. Yeah, I'd go get a job, kiddo. No question. What'd you do? Yeah, this fast forwards everything. Yeah. Everything. Paying off a house faster. Got a big bunch of money and, and this extra stuff, extra money. Oh, darn. Fire me again, please. <laughs> this is The Ramsey Show. One of the most common pieces of advice I give folks trying to get out of debt is to sell the car. But it's important to sell the smart way by using CarWiser. CarWiser is a completely free service that gets you offers from all the top online dealerships instantly. Just enter your vehicle information and boom, you're ready to pick up an offer and get paid. CarWiser saves you hours of time and hassle. So go to CarWiser.com slash Ramsey. That's CarWiser.com slash Ramsey. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, number one bestselling author of the book From Paycheck to Purpose, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Monique is with us. Hey, Monique, how are you?
1: I'm good. And yourself?
0: Better than I deserve. Where do you live?
1: I live in Norfolk, Virginia.
0: Welcome to Nashville. Thank you. And here to do a debt-free scream, how much have you paid off?
1: I paid off $76,430 in 21 months.
0: Good for you. And your range of income during that time?
1: I'm about sixty to
0: seventy. Good for you. What do you do for a living?
1: Um, I'm a realtor and Air Force reservist.
0: Oh, thanks for your service.
1: Thanks for your support. And uh,
0: what kind of uh, debt was the seventy-six thousand?
1: It was my house.
0: All right. Ooh. Whoop whoop whoop! You
1: have a paid-for <laughs> house. Yes, sir. You're weird. Yes, sir. I
0: love you. Awesome. Well done, kiddo. What's the house worth?
1: The house is worth now about two hundred and thirty thousand. Wow.
0: How does that feel?
1: it feels fantastic
0: I mean like you got no payments
1: I don't I remember when I started the seven baby steps back in 07 and I was like getting out of debt and I never even thought that I even wanted to own a house and now like I own the house and no one can take my house or my car if something goes wrong
0: Wow your family has to be looking at you like wow I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. How old are you? 41. Well done. Well done, young lady. Very well done. And a paid-for stinking house. What's the house worth, you said?
1: About 230.
0: About 230. All right. Very good. Very good. All right. Tell us the story. What happened? What got you started on all this Ramsey stuff?
1: So in 2007, my coworker, I had just started a job at American Airlines, and she said that you said that i shouldn't invest my money unless i if i unless i didn't have any debt and i thought it was crazy so i went home i read the book that weekend and i was like well i guess i can give it a try for a year and 15 years later i've made my way all the way through the baby steps
2: love it yeah that's crazy let me go read and see if this guy really <laughs> said that and you're like well no he actually did say
0: it and i think it makes sense <laughs> yeah and 15 years later here we are 40, yeah. 41 years old with that's a paid for awesome. house and
1: i just stuck with it um i was in the u.s airways american airlines layoff and mm-hmm. then i had two more layoffs within a span of four years and i never had a financial crisis at all wow wow
0: that really you're amazing very 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 well done how much you got in retirement
1: um i have my total net worth now is about um four hundred thousand
0: good for you wow you are on your way to baby steps millionaire next stop
1: i hope so later
0: well (laughs) done 15 years and here we are that's exactly that's amazing and going through layoff after layoff and still pulling it out pulling it out well done So what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is you're 41 years old with a paid for house?
1: Um, I would say having the budget and using the budget and never stopping like no matter what if it's an unemployment check if it's a severance check no matter where the money comes no matter how big or small always use a budget Um, and then um, just make the payments like I don't care if it's two dollars or three dollars like it doesn't matter every little bit counts.
2: Mm. wow well first i gotta say i grew up in the 757 so uh <laughs> you're representing uh love that hampton roads virginia awesome stuff um i am curious to know uh, what it was like for you when you first started out so you read the book and you go okay i want to do this and you get into this i'm curious from your journey because you, you've been at it a long time yeah uh when you hit maybe some patches of discouragement is this thing ever gonna work out? Or maybe you were intimidated. I'm I'm just curious what your story was maybe early on and what you did uh, to get over that hump and get that momentum going.
1: Well, generally speaking, I'm pretty driven. So when I found out the book, I had just graduated um, from my MBA and started working and I had moved to a new city. So I hadn't really had any roots anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, So I didn't have to like necessarily stop doing a lot. And so what I focused on was um, making sure that the money got to the payments but then just doing like free stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest challenges are probably like friends who thought it was weird mm-hmm. um, and wanted me to do do things or whatnot, so I wasn't in a point where I was like in a dire situation. Mm-hmm. I was like kind of in a good situation to start new habits, uh, so that was like pretty easy. Um, the house was a little tough because in the beginning, it wasn't as like exciting to pay it off, but then, you know, mm-hmm. COVID hit and I wasn't sure what would happen with the real estate because I was a fairly new agent at the time. And I was just like, on the four year anniversary, I was like, I'm gonna pay this off by next year. I didn't make it the next year, but I made it within two. Wow. So that was like the slowest challenging part was the first four years of paying the house.
0: Wow, yeah, because you don't feel the progress. Right. Yeah, and, but COVID gave you a little urgency and kicked it in.
1: One hundred percent. I yeah. realized that I could. Um, my basic living expenses were only sixteen hundred a month. I was like, I could work at Chick Fil A and make that. So, <laughs> yeah. so I got rid of the, the mortgage.
2: How long have you been in the Air Force Reserves?
1: Um, it, it's about nine years this month.
2: Okay.
0: Wow. Well done. Very we well did. done. Okay. The secret again to getting out of debt is what?
1: Having a budget. Having a budget. Sticking it to it and using it over and over.
0: And mm-hmm. no matter what it is, always no applying what every it dollar. Is.
1: Well, no matter what it is every
0: dollar that comes in no matter where it mm-hmm. comes from severance or unemployment whatever it yep. is i heard you say that
1: yep and then send, send the payment no matter how small
0: yep yep keep sending that extra two dollars that extra ten dollars that because you just it's part of being in the rhythm staying on the plan staying on the plan staying on the plan well done Thank you. excellent 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 job wow so you feel great now
1: Yeah, I can do whatever I want now.
0: What's the first big thing you're going to do now?
1: Well, the first thing I did was I bought a coach tote and I signed up for Orange Theory. (laughs)
2: <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. Got to have a nice handbag. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Hey, that's a
0: good celebration right there. Well done. <laughs> well done. And now you can continue to do anything. You don't have any payments. you got lots got lots of margin now. I do. Lots of things you can do. So, well done. Hey, we got a Live and Give bundle for you, the Total Money Makeover book, and you'll be able to give that to somebody. Maybe they'll read it through like you did, and maybe not. And maybe, uh, maybe we can break their stubbornness too. So we'll hand it off to that. I hope so. And uh, the Baby Steps Millionaires book, the latest number one bestseller, because that's your next chapter for sure. And a one-year membership to Financial Peace University as well, as part of the Live and Give. Bundle. So uh, we'll get that to you in a few minutes. Congratulations! Very well done. Thank you, Monique from Norfolk, Virginia. Seventy-six thousand paid off house and everything. She's weird. <laughs> Did it in twenty-one months, making sixty to seventy thousand. Yeah. Count it down. Let's hear a
1: debt-free scream. Three, two, one. I'm debt-free. Yay! Yeah!
0: this is how it's done boys and girls this is how it's done so uh austin have we got that video handy that we were talking about earlier yeah I think that absolutely applies here. So oh, we're always telling you yes. that the tortoise beats the hare. Yes. And so she starts this 15 years, yep. every little bit, every little bit, every little bit. And so those of you watching on YouTube, you're going to be able to see the uh, tortoise uh, actually beating yeah. the hare. This, this isn't been, actually a children's story. It's been going around Instagram.
2: Or Dave Ramsey preaching about it. As a metaphor, it's actually happened.
0: It, well, yeah. It, it, I mean, it, I, I suspect that most hares uh, really can't keep their eye on the ball. <laughs> And uh, they get they get, you know, they get sidetracked by everything. Flash it! Can you fire it or not? Not going to make it. It's coming up, okay? Because you just got thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so of course we know the the Aesop's fable, the tortoise and the hare. That the hare is distracted, ADD. He's all over the place. He's stopping to look at every little thing. He's on Amazon Prime. He's you know he's doing everything, and the tortoise is ugly and just keeps on yeah. doesn't moving, moving until. They get there. You just keep pushing through, keep pushing through. We even sell a version of it. Okay, there it is. So there it is. This is an actual race. This is an actual race between the hair. And you can see what happens. See, we can look there. Comes out fast. Getting distracted. Comes out fast, but stops. (laughs) Becomes enamored, trying to uh, please the crowd. Wants to look around at the people. Yeah tortoise is just moving along my
2: favorite part the gal tries to get the rabbit's attention come on buddy come on buddy and and there it it is the The tortoise tortoise crosses
0: the finish line first once again proving the fable to be true hey this is how it works this is how it works boys and girls we don't sell (laughs) microwaves around here we are in the crock pot business this is the ramsey show Our scripture of the day, James 1, 2, and 3. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Chris Pratt says, When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. I read that on one can of lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think it applies to life, yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> I read that on the can of laminate. I uh, wonder how that happened. Open phones at 888 5225 Paul is with us in Des Moines. Hi, Paul. How are you? Hey, I'm good, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up in your world?
5: Um, I just had a question for you. Um, real quick story before that is when I was going through Baby Step 2, I had about four or five credit cards and I would pay one off and call it up and close it and pay one off and call it up and close it. And they would always give me resistance for closing the credit cards. And, uh, one of the guys, eventually I just dropped your name and said, the reason I'm closing it is I'm on the Dave Ramsey plan. And he said, I know who this Dave Ramsey is that you speak of. And I know that there's nothing
0: I can say that will change your mind. <laughs> and uh, I just closed it for me. <laughs> That's so. One way to shut them down. Huh? <laughs> That's yeah, great. Uh, Okay.
5: So my question is, um, I'm on baby step 3B. Um, I put an offer in for a house to buy the house in cash for right around like $200,000. And they might, I'm not, they haven't accepted it. It was just today, but they might come back with like a counter offer and was wondering, that's mostly all the uh, cash I have, but I have a little bit of an emergency fund. Um, And really my question is, if I have like a paid off house, what sort of emergency fund do I need if my expenses are really low? Like if they're like $800 a month, it seems like maybe $4,800 is a little bit low for an emergency fund as a homeowner. So just, yeah,
0: because it's, you know, we always say three to six months of expenses as a guideline. Um, but I, you know, you're doing something very amazing there. How old are you? 36. And you're paying cash for a house with 200 grand or so. Trying to. Yeah. Yeah. I really wouldn't want to get under ten thousand, because emergencies in your situation are are going to take the form uh, of something like a transmission going out on a car, or uh, some kind of crisis happens and you need to fly across the country to be with family or something like that. They're going to take that kind of form. Uh, they're not really going to take the form of oh, I've got to support myself because I lost my job, because in that case you 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 know your your baseline is so low you can go you know uh uber eats and survive right sure so it's more going to be a lump sum comes at you of some kind of heat and air system goes out five grand or something like that that's uh that that catches you off guard an emergency obviously is an unexpected event and so i i you know i would say a minimum in a situation like that's going to be 10 grand what do you make a year
6: um
5: roughly 60 yeah it's kind of freelance, so it's kind of up and down month by month
0: I mean, you you could cheat down a little bit if you want to, and you know I'm going to close on the house and have seven grand in there or something like that. But no, I'm not going to use the uh, you know three to six month of expenses when your expenses are only eight hundred bucks. I think your life has more risk to it than that in terms of covering it with an emergency fund. Is that logical? Yeah,
5: yeah, that totally makes sense. That that feels comfortable to me. I just wanted to. Yeah. How much know, have you got no in salary. savings
0: total? Uh, Two fifteen okay so that gives you 205 so you ain't got much wiggle room on this negotiation then yeah yeah okay all right cool that'd be interesting yeah i mean the market has slowed down and you're a cash buyer no contingencies on mortgages um you know i just hold stance and if this doesn't work i'd just say i'm gonna get the next house i'm gonna find one i can buy for for that and um the more the market slows down, the more you're going to be able to slip up on a deal maybe uh, for the first time in really three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have a bunch of people lining up
2: anymore, you know, and he is very attractive as a buyer. Yeah, you know. it's
0: pretty cool, Paul. Very yeah. proud of you. Yeah. That's a very neat place to be. <laughs> you know, We don't hear those stories very often. 36 years old and I've saved up $200,000 to buy a house and pay cash for it. Uh. In Des Moines, Iowa, you can get a decent house for two hundred dollars too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a shanty, right? you know. Isaac is with us. Isaac's in New Jersey. How are you, Isaac?
6: Hey, Dave, how
0: are you? Better than we deserve, sir. How can we help?
6: Yeah, so the reason I'm calling today, um, my wife and I got married um, in last July. Um,
0: Congratulations. Uh, I'm
6: 22 years old. What was that?
0: Congratulations.
6: Thank you. Yeah, so I'm 22 years old. I make uh, 65000 a year. Um, I have no debt other than what we took out. We use credit cards to pay for the wedding. Um, I own a house. I owe $132,000 left on my house. Um, And so I owe $6,000 left on the one credit card. My question is, um, the credit card is at 21% interest rate. So I was wondering if I should, um, instead of keep paying the credit card payment at the twenty one percent because every time I feel like I make a payment and then I get an interest charge and it keeps going in a circle. I was wondering if I should uh go to a credit union and take out a personal loan.
0: What does your wife make?
6: Uh she's in college, so I'm cash flowing her college.
0: Ooh. Okay. Um the so, income so she doesn't she doesn't work at all?
6: Uh, she works part time, um, but you know, making probably about five grand a year.
0: Not much work. Okay.
6: No. Okay. Uh, she's going to be uh, she's in going to medical school. So, you're going to become a doctor.
0: And how are we paying for that?
6: Uh, cash flow. So, so actually, this year with financial aid, um, because my income. Um, her, this, this semester was paid for through the financial aid, but then after that, uh, you know, I'm going to be cash flowing it.
0: Okay. All right. Um, well, the, the good news is you only owe $6,000 and, uh, the bad news is, is you need to work your complete tail end off for the next, uh, two months, three months, four months and get pay a thousand dollars a month on it and be done with it. Interest rates, not okay. the problem. Intensity and focus is the issue. And so um, if you were going to keep the loan for five years, yeah, we would refinance it and get a lower interest rate. But that's not healthy for you. You need to place scissors across that card, chop it up, have plastic surgery, have a plastectomy, and uh, then step in there and take an extra job or six, live on nothing. All of you guys just roll up your sleeves and punch that credit card in the nose. And if you pay $1,000 a month, it's gone in six months, and then the interest rate doesn't matter mathematically. It, and the reason it's killing you is you're making little bitty payments and you got a big old interest. But when you start putting $1,000, $1,500 a month on it, it's going to go away really fast.
2: Yeah. It's absolutely the advice. And right now is the time to do it. This is all about hustle and getting any kind of every job possible and see how quickly you challenge yourself. A lot of jobs. Yeah, especially part-time jobs. There's a dearth of part-time jobs that can pay very, very well, 15, 16, 20 20 an hour. $20 an hour. I mean, and you could knock out six grand in credit card debt fast.
0: Yeah, and she could, too.
2: Yeah, I'd challenge both of you as an older brother and go, we could probably both work several
0: more hours and get this thing done quickly. Yes, fast, 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 super fast. That's the answer, and then the interest rate at that point doesn't matter. If you're going to keep the loan five years, you're not following what we teach. And yes, you would go to the credit union and get a new loan, mm-hmm. but you can't borrow your way out of debt. And we don't want to keep a credit card loan around like it's a pet. We want to get rid of it. It's evil. It's a disaster. And, um, it was a mistake. And so Leah, let's get the mess cleaned up as fast as possible and never go back there again. Never again. You got to draw a line in the sand. So hang on. I'm going to send you a uh, belated wedding gift. Uh, It's called The Total Money Makeover. It's a book that will show you guys how to get started and how to handle money, how to get out of debt, and how to build wealth. So you hang on. I'll send you a copy of it to say happy wedding day a little bit late. So well done. Ken, good job today. Thank you, sir. Well done, Will and Austin and Zach and Andrew and everybody in the booth. Well done, guys. Excellent work. I am Dave Ramsey, your host. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there is ultimately only one way to financial peace. And that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.